This is the Jocko Underground Podcast, number 44, Echo Charles sitting here with me. I've been thinking a lot about this term I heard a little while ago, but it seems to just be more and more important and more impactful all the time. The, the term is social contagion. Hmm. It, and it, you know, in a nutshell, it's like a fad, right? It's like a fad of something. Right. But, you know, when you think of fad, you think of hula hoops, right? Sure. Or Rubik's Cubes. What you don't think of is something like suicide hmm. or cutting yourself, which is a, a thing that happens with people. They, they get into self-harm. Mm-hmm. So... I, I was just reading a little bit about it. Some excerpts here from uh, psychologytoday.com. Starts off with this little example. In 1774, Johann Wolfgang von Gold published a book called The Sorrows of Young Werther. In the novel, the main character, Werther, shoots himself with a pistol after he's rejected by the woman he loves. Shortly after the book's publication, there were reports of young men dressing in yellow pants and blue jackets like Werther and shooting themselves in acts of hopelessness. This resulted in the book being banned in several places. The phenomenon of copycat suicides, which has been verified numerous times by research in recent decades, has become known as the Werther effect. I, we all, I also heard Jordan Peterson, I think he talked about it when he was on our podcast, if you have... They they have like experiments or they have data that when they put suicide prevention signs up in a town or in a city, you know, call 1-800 if you're feeling depressed to help you get over suicidal thoughts. Suicide increases because that, that idea is getting in people's head. Um, I guess that's not quite a social contagion. It's To me, that's the idea of this idea getting into your head, being placed there. The idea gets placed there. And if the idea wouldn't have been placed there, it's like a little seed that gets planted and then it grows. And But what I think part of the social contagion aspect is that right now there's so many ways that a seed can get planted in your head, right? Primarily social media. I mean, you can stare at this freaking little screen all day and have people pump ideas into your head. Uh, Going back to this article. Social contagion is more a general phenomenon extending far beyond suicide. It is the spread of ideas, attitudes, or patterns or behavior patterns in a group through imitation and conformity among other factors. The American Psychological Association's definition of social contagion lists a few of the of those processes. So you got the first one is imitation, copying the behavior of another person or group intentionally or unintentionally. That's interesting, right? Mm -hmm. It's not even intentional. You see what everyone's doing, you kind of go along with it. In some situations, there can be also be an element of mimicry in which people without conscious awareness or intent automatically copy other people's physical movements. That's, that happens. And you know, you hear um, like interrogators They'll, they'll mimic people's movements to kind of build some rep, rep, well, what's the word? Rapport. Rapport with them. Yeah. You know, you put your hand on your head, I put my hand on your head. Kind of yeah. like show you that I'm along with you. Yeah. Next one, conformity and the pressure to conform. Conformity is the adjustment of one's opinions, judgments, or actions so that they become more consistent with the group. Boom. 
We all know about that. But are you aware of it? I think that's like the the overall underlying thread of my thought through this is, are you aware of this stuff? Are you aware that's happening? Are you aware that you're imitating people? Are you aware that they're conforming to their ideas? Are you aware of it? Are you thinking through things and actually questioning what you're doing or are you just going along with it because you're unaware of the fact that it's happening? Mm. Next one, universality. Universality, sorry, universality, which refers to the tendency to assumes to assume that one's attitudes or behaviors are common to everyone in the group and are permissible because everyone's doing it. That's what everybody's doing, doing it. Mm-hmm. As in the case of rule breaking by a crowd or mob, this has a disinhibiting effect as well as reinforcing effect, setting up a circular reaction. So you do it, I do it. You see that I did it. You do it more. I do it more. We just go in this this circular. Reaction, anonymity, impulsivity, and feelings of invincibility also play important roles in mob situations. So that's you know mobs is an example of this of this social contagion. And so if you're in a mob, if you're in a group, and you start doing things, question what you're doing. Mm-hmm. That's my underlying thread of this whole thing. That's what I've been asking myself. It goes on to this other section. Some, fa- some other factors mediating social contagion might include the need for approval or affiliation, sharing the other's goals or inferring or understanding their intentions and motivations, being, quote, inspired and impressed by the other and in some cases trying to gain recognition or even notoriety by surpassing the, quote, accomplishment of the other, as in the case of antisocial psychopathic acts such as mass shootings. You know, you see that with like kids drinking alcohol. Yeah, adults too. But I am sorry, adults drinking alcohol. Yeah. yeah, just like, oh, I'm gonna drink more than you. Yep. I played that game before. <laughs> it's a dumb game to play. Brutal. It's yeah. social contagion. Yeah. I should have been saying to myself, why are you doing this right now? Yeah. What are you doing? What are you trying to, what are you trying to prove something to? Yeah. We're trying to prove there, buddy. Um, This is an interesting one. Emotional contagion. God, we're seeing this all the time, right? The rapid spread of an emotion from one or a few individuals to others, as in a political rally or a sports stadium packed with fans or even just a room full of friends. Hmm. So your emotions are contagious. Which, you know, from a leadership perspective, we say that all the time. Hey, if you start to panic, everyone's going to start to panic. If you remain calm, everyone will start to remain calm. Mm. But man, if you can, if you allow yourself to get caught up in this stuff without being aware of it, to me, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Groupthink. The next one, groupthink, as may occur, for example, in political organizations or in corporations in which cohesiveness or the desire for cohesiveness within a group produces a tendency among its members to agree at all costs, which leads the group to minimize conflict and reach consensus without critical evaluation. Without critical evaluation. Sounds good to me. Oh, yeah, that's what we're doing. As you know, you, you always make that comment. That's what we're doing. Sure. You know, that's yeah. what we're doing. Hey, if that's what we're doing. Yeah, you're you're on board. I'm down for the cause. You know, would you do that? Remember when you did? Your parents ever say to you, "If your friends rode off a cliff, would you follow them?" <laughs> you know what that is, though, really, and it, it makes you kind of put this into perspective a little bit, really. When because when your parents say that to you, 
it's like they're putting it into perspective that you're mm-hmm. just freaking following the group and not critically thinking about so it. So your whatever. parents did say that to you? Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah, plenty of times. And I and I was just like, whatever. I didn't think too much about it till later when I was an adult. I think my parents were mostly telling me like, hey, you should do what other people are doing. Freaking settle down, Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> like, can't you just act like everybody else? I Why know, do you got to be over here? I know. They wanted me to be more conforming and more uh, more group think. They're telling you, hey, jump off a bridge. Do something normal. <laughs> yeah, you know, do you're something doing normal. normal. I was literally, like I, you know, I was like a straight edge kid. Yes, sir. I was that, that was not normal, you know? Yeah. The, the normal kids were out, you know, smoking some weed. Smoking cigarettes, smoking cloves. You remember cloves? They might not have made it to yeah. your AO. Cloves. That, yeah. Well, it was like a thing. Not. I mean, yeah, this is the eighties, too, bro. This is the eighties. You know People what? Are smoking cloves. So when you were straight edge, how old were you? About. Uh, you know, and here's the thing. We, we've kind of gone through this before. So straight edge is like a whole, like legitimate movement, and there's factions in it, and all this yeah. kind of stuff. But when you get turned on to the philosophy. Yeah, when, yeah. How old? I mean, I was like between the age. This is for me between the ages of like probably 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. I'm in the, I'm in the Navy. So when, when were people like smoking cigarettes or smoking weed or whatever? Uh, let's say 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Wow, that's crazy, right? man. Uh, well, I don't know. Well, they, oh. I've heard that before too, but I don't, I don't know. Maybe I was in a bubble or what, but there would be people smoking who were like, 13, 14, 15 years old, mm-hmm. and that was just crazy. Oh, it was like, like mayhem. For too. everyone. Yeah, they were like, that's crazy. Smoking weed? No kids that I knew of really? until like maybe senior year type Dang. situation. Yeah. That I saw anyway. And I tell you what, nowadays it's crazy. Yeah. Like kids are into all that kind of crap at a young, young age. Hmm. But I was in that mode, and most. Very few people, other people, you know, most of the kids, most of the kids that were like my age and they were, you know, smoking some weed, drinking some booze, hmm. you know, getting after it in that in methodology. That sense, <laughs> yeah. I understand. Uh, continue on here. Members of a group can, can often feel peer pressure to go along with the crowd for fear of rocking the boat or out of concern for their teammates' perceptions of them. Cool. Mm-hmm. Peer pressure. We get that. Presence of a highly influential, domineering, authoritative role model. So that's when people are just going along because, you know, like whatever, the big the big leader's doing it. Mm. Um, the human propensity to be strongly swayed by compelling narratives. Oh, good story. Guys, got person's got a good story. That's why you see advertisers use that kind of stuff. Stories. Oh, yeah. yeah. Stories to make you think a certain way. Yeah. They do a good job sometimes too. Yeah, I think sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes there's commercials that you go, they did a good job on that one, but that's what I think. I always think, I don't think, wow, I want to buy that product. I said, man, that advertiser did a good (laughs) job on that one because I'm questioning these bastards. Yeah. Yeah, Because I'm probably the worst person to advertise to. Yeah. I'm such a jerk when it comes to people trying to get me to do shit. Isn't that kind, doesn't that kind of, and maybe something just to think about, isn't that kind of like an opening to advertise to you even more effectively though? Because you're kind of rigid in that way. I mean, we can argue about the semantics of it, like rigidity, but if you're like the worst guy to advertise to, all you got to do is basically find the the correct way to advertise to you and it might be super highly influential, you know? I'm, 
if someone pulls that off, it'll be I'll probably be yeah. devastated. You know, I'll probably be buying whatever uh, you know, yeah. Floby haircutting yeah. vacuum thing for your well, head. Well, I guess it depends on what you mean by advertising. What, what is that? I don't even know the difference between advertising and marketing. I don't oh, know. I don't Maybe know. marketing there is the whole thing. There might be some technical thing or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. But let's say a marketing campaign to get Jocko to not do something. To right? get me to not do something. Yeah, that's like not a typical thing, right? Usually okay. a commercial is going to want you to do something. Usually. Okay. Unless you have these like causes or whatever. But I think someone could get you. They'd be like, all they got to do is launch this campaign. Oh, they, they could use reverse psychology. Exactly, on me or right. Like yeah, this. yeah, exactly. That's what I think. So I got to be aware of yeah. reverse psychology. Yes. That someone's going to go, do not yeah. try this. You will not like this This drink. Yeah, and then do not show, get it. show a bunch of stories that you like basically disagree with or show a bunch <laughs> of people that you're like can't relate to or something. You're like, oh, I'm not like them, so I'm going to Can't relate. Yeah. <laughs> Check. Which is very easy to do. Uh and this falls into suggestibility. The social social contagion is accelerated by a high degree of suggestibility. Suggestibility is a high pot, highly potent, underestimated force with manifestations extending far beyond social contagion. What is suggestibility? Suggestibility is the quality of being inclined to accept and act on the suggestions of others or being easily influenced by other people's opinions it also usually applies implies a state of uncritical compliance with an influence this is so i think to what you were trying to say about me a second ago this is where i think i i I have a like a tendency just to be like i'm not listening to this person that's trying to make me do something i have a real that'll piss me off now look i'm not out of control with it i'm not like but I definitely am aware that my first reaction is going to be a pushback. Yeah. That's my, I don't show that, but that's mm. my internal mental reaction is a little pushback. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Person thinks, oh. I, I have to kind of keep it in check so I can actually listen to what people have to say. But it's a, it's a it's a little bit of a you know internal discussion in my head. Yeah, huh. These manifestations of social contagion and suggestibility are wide ranging. Here are a few examples in the mental health field in which a problem probably has been at least amplified by social. So that is a little excerpt of what we are doing on the Jocko Underground podcast. So if you want to continue to listen, go to jockounderground.com and subscribe. And we're doing this, we're doing this to mitigate our reliance on external platforms so we are not subject to their control. And we are doing this so that we can support the Jocko podcast, which will remain as is, free for all, as long as we can keep it that way. But we but we are doing this so we don't have to be under the control of sponsors. And we're doing it so we can give you more control, more interaction, more direct connections, better communications with us. And to do that, we are we're building a website right now where we'll be able to utilize to strengthen this legion of troopers that are in the game with us. So thank you. It's jockounderground.com. It costs $8.18 a month. And if you can't afford to support us, we can still support you. Just email assistance at jockounderground.com and we'll get you taken care of. Until then, we will see you mobilized underground.